Hello and welcome back to Bourbon and Stuff. This is Carolyn from Bourbon and Stuff, and as always, here is my husband E. Hello. And uh, as an aside, this is number three for the night. So if we don't give our best opinion possible on this one, it's only because we've had two um, cask strength products before this. Yeah, yeah. So forgive us. It's okay. <clears throat> I think this is going to have enough pronounced flavors that we'll we'll manage. Uh -huh. We'll manage just fine. Okay. And what we are doing for this episode is Bardstown Copper and King Apple Brandy Barrel Finish. Yes, which is part of the Bardstown collaboration where they um, they source whiskey um, from various places and then they finish it um, in barrels from other places. Uh -huh. <laughs> and this is one that we had wanted to get our hands on for a while. And yep. we had hoped to get it at the, uh, the, the distillery. Because we like to support the yes. distilleries when we can. And we did go to the distillery. We did an amazing tour. And if you're ever in Bardstown, uh, Kentucky... Do check them out, have lunch uh, at the facility, have a drink at the bar. And if you can, both uh, have the opportunity to and can afford it, try something from their vault. Yeah. Because they have some, some older, hard-to-find, unavailable, ancient as hell Even pours. some pre-prohibition bottles. Yeah, so you'll, you'll pay for it for sure, but it's worth it. Um, it's a great place, and they're very, very, very transparent about everything they do. The tour was fantastic, the tasting was lovely, and um, I don't regret a minute of it, and when we go back to Kentucky, I will go back to them. And I think the thing I think is truly amazing about the tours um, is that they start you with a tasting. They don't, well, I can't say they don't end, but they start you with a tasting in addition to everything else that they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, so let's go ahead and talk about this. Yes. Uh, this may give you sticker shock, and for that, I apologize. But this bottle comes in at $135. Yeah. Bardstown um, products are not inexpensive. Um, but, but you get what you pay for. You do. They are absolutely worth it. Um, this particular product... Uh, comes in at a whopping, whopping 60.2 ABV or 120.4 proof. So this is by no means of the imagination something that is proofed down for them to try to squeeze as much out of this as they can. <laughs> nope. Um, it utilizes a real cork with a little bit of a gold it, kind of brassy um, metallic topper to it. Hang on. Hold it. Oh, wow, that's really, really heavy. It's a brass topper. Okay, and it has the uh, the Bardstown barrel uh, branded into it. Yes, the Bardstown Bourbon Co. Um, this, now, now here's the thing about what uh, makes this uh, worth the sticker price by just specs alone. Um, this was MGP sourced uh, bourbon. It was 11 years old when they sourced it. And then they finished it in Copper and King uh, brandy apple brandy barrels for 20 months. And if I'm recalling correctly, when we did the tour, 
they don't clean the barrels out. They don't dry the barrels. They don't do anything of that sort. They get them wet. They get them with a little bit of product still left in them sometimes. They get them with uh, anything that was left in it and just fill the barrels with their bourbon in it. And that's how they finish it. And rather than going through a brokerage to get the barrels that they're finishing them in, they work directly with the uh, the companies that make the product that they're finishing theirs in. So they're getting them as fresh as possible, which means that the influence of flavor from those barrels is going to be so much more drastically enhanced than uh, your average distillery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, do you want to talk a little bit about the actual mash bill? I guess I can. Um, this is the lower rye MGP mash bill, which is 75 corn, 21 rye, and 4 malted barley. Um, and considering how rare it is nowadays to find uh, MGP source uh, MGP source bourbon that is as old as this is, is surprising. Um, so... There is nothing but exciting to be had just on the specifications alone for this. Um, I'm sorry, I, I'm not ignoring you and I'm not trying to... No, you're, you're looking up other information. I it's am okay. looking up other information because... Um, Are you wanting to talk about the purple label? No. <laughs> no. I'm looking at what states sell bardstown because i do apologize this is a horrible 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 distribution i I actually had that page up you did i did all right we'll talk about that hang on good so it can allegedly be found in kentucky indiana tennessee illinois northern california and southern florida we're in north florida we are and we're able to find it but those are the only states that currently have it they are Hoping to expand uh, soon, but I'm sorry, guys. This is going to be something that's very, very, very difficult to get. Yeah. Um, I will say we actually found this particular bottle in North Florida. And frankly, my dear, I believe it is entirely your fault as to why this exists in North Florida. (laughs) I had spent a little bit of time talking to uh, Peter Loftus, I believe I'm saying his last name right. I apologize if I'm not. And I did get a chance to speak with the CEO of Bardstown as well, where I had spoken to them about really wanting to get a hold of Bardstown and how Florida has nothing. Um, And this was, um, what, late 2018, I believe it was? Yeah, and... It it was right around the time when the fusion and discovery one were just coming out yes and i was able to receive a sample box of their products to try and review and talk to them about and that was really exciting and i kind of pestered them a little bit (laughs) and you were like hey is there any way that we can get some distribution of that here in florida and a few months later it showed up in florida i can't say that i had any hand in it uh, though the adorable tour guide that um, that we had said that, yeah, you probably did because Florida was normally going to be the last place that they would distribute to. Yeah. So I can't complain. No. Um, I had really, really, really hoped that I would get a chance to speak with Peter 
when we went, but there was a very unfortunate event of his passing um, just a few months prior to our uh, our visit to Kentucky. So I did not get the chance to speak with him in person, and that breaks my heart. Uh, but the distillery is doing them justice, and prior to his passing, he was creating a bar room that is inside of one of their rick houses called Peter's Place. Well, it's now going to be it's called... It's now called Peter's Place because of that. And we got to see the build-out currently, and, and it, it's looking amazing. It's going to be a 20s-style speakeasy, both literally and metaphorically. And it has a uh, floor to... I don't want to say ceiling, but it's not a ceiling. The... There's very, very, very tall windows that look into the Rick house. Yeah. So all you see is beautiful barrels aging. It's true. And yeah. I guess with that, um, at this point, I dare say that this particular review is dedicated to you, Peter. Um, we hope that you're listening from up there, and uh, I guess we'll be right back. All right, and we're back. Let's uh, let's get a little bit more upbeat. Let's go ahead and get into let's get the nosing, nosing of whiskey. Yeah, yes, exactly. Ugh, I can live in the nose. Okay, okay, so it's a bit grain dusty up front. It is a little bit of grain dust, corny, like that sweet corn. That sweet corn, the titular bourbon notes are coming through, mm -hmm. but also this could be psychosomatic. But it's very, very apple forward. Mm -hmm. Like I dare say, Macintosh. Like like red sweet apple. Yeah, maybe even Fuji. Okay. Um, although it is dry on the nose, I don't get any sort of aggressive sweetness that you'd normally get in other bourbons. Yeah. Um, it's also quite oaky as well. Yeah. Yep. Okay. It's lovely, though. It is lovely. I'm absolutely loving this. Okay, let's get into the taste. Oh, no, the apple's there. Woo! Oh, yeah. Okay, that's is... a little, it's a little hot. I held it on my tongue for a bit and then just, like, swallowed nonchalantly. And it definitely burns a little bit going down if you're not ready. Or if you take too big of a sip. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so it's... Very syrupy in the consistency that it just coats your mouth and is just has an excellent mouthfeel. Yeah. No, I will say that. It's very thick. It's very viscous. It's mm. It's got a lot of the brandy influence. It does. It, yeah. Um, the, the apple is definitely coming through. This kind of weird, like, stewy fruitiness. Dark fruits. But not sweet. It's a very odd combination, but you're right. Um, yeah. Um, the flavors are very well developed and very well balanced. Yeah, there's there's oakiness to it, and like, okay, so the dry that I'm feeling is a literal drying of the palate, and it's like that. Like imagine that, sticking a spoon of cinnamon in your mouth. Yeah, it, it is about like that on on the the back of the throat. Yeah. Um, for the finish, but that finish it lingers. And the more it sits, the more deep the apple gets and the oakiness. Yeah. Um, I think that they knocked it out of the park on this one. This mm -hmm. is so lovely. I 
It saddens me that this was really, for all intents and purposes, a one-off product. Mm -hmm. Which, um, if you're unfamiliar, all of the collaborations that they do are going to be an individual release, um, no matter how large it is. And then once that's done, they move on to the next thing. So yeah. If we're lucky, we'll find another bottle. And if we're willing to spend the 130 yeah. we'll go ahead and grab it. It's just um, a matter of, like, what finances look like and... <laughs> and, and availability. And availability, yeah. Um, but it's good. Um, it's a product that I would definitely keep a second of just to have it on the shelf because when this is gone, I will be very, very sad. Yeah. I want to get uh, <laughs> larger bottles of both the Discovery and Fusion 1. While you still can. While I still can. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you still can at this point. That, I mean... They're not a hugely popular product here in Florida simply because price. Yeah, with the Fusion being 60 and the Discovery being I think like 120. Yeah. Yeah. So these are definitely not cheap products as we said, but Yeah, and I think that they're they're definitely geared towards people who collect yeah. and enjoy higher end products. That is very true. And frankly, this this carries mm -hmm. through on that. I I feel like this is the kind of... Th this particular bottle is one that I would sit back in a lounge chair in my study in a brandy snifter and like, just... Like, you want to be in a place Smoking that, jacket. Yeah, you want to be in a place that smells like leather and oak and drink this. And books. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah. They have quite a few other products that are available in their gift shop and available in the states that I mentioned, um, ranging in price from this to about uh, three fifty. I believe that's what one of their products are. He's checking. So they actually have another uh, Copper and Kings collaboration that was finished in a Mistel barrel. And then another charred oak barrel for another 19 months after that. Um, we tried that one at the gift shop. One of the... Most unique. Yes! <laughs> it was like fruity and floral and perfumey and it's yeah. not what I would call and bourbon. tart grape. Yes, yes, yes. Like you cannot go into that one thinking... Bourbon. bourbon. No. If you do, you'll be disappointed and you'll wonder what the hell you're drinking. If you think unique product, that's exactly what that was. Yeah. And that one, surprisingly enough, has an MSRP suggestion of $349. And oh my god, that hurt my soul when I saw that. Yeah, and it's one of those things where if we liked it more... If we loved it... Then we would have absolutely bought it because it is... An amazing, unique product. And that's the that's the majority of what Bardstown makes. They have the luxury of experimentation. They have the finances for experimentation. And the reason they have that luxury and that ability is because they are actually contract distilling for a number of other uh, customers that they have that they're aging whiskey for them and mm -hmm. using that cash flow as a means to to expand and yeah. to do these fun, crazy things that yeah. they're doing. Like when we were there, they were um, they were painting 
barrel heads for another distillery. Which we don't technically know who that distillery was because that Daddy-o. was that was one of the two customers that they have that they signed an NDA with that even just looking at operations, you don't know who they are. No, uh, but they were making an obscene amount of bourbon for them. Yeah. And um, once it's in the barrels, it no longer belongs to them. It is it is the other companies and the other companies alone and what they do with it is uh, up to them. Uh, but the fact that they're able to be a production distiller for everybody else affords them the ability to do all of these amazing, interesting uh, experiments. And yeah, the the thing I found really surprising was the moment that they opened up their um, the the ability to purchase a contract through them. They sold out in minutes. Uh-huh. Um, and they're at 24 customers that their contract is stilling for consecutively. Yeah. And if their gift shop is any indication of who they distill for... Which it is. Then there are a lot of interesting names that they belong to. The two that stand out to me are Kentucky Owl uh-huh. and High West. Yes. And... I learned that they, in part, are one of the people that are mixed into Redwood Empire. This is true. Yeah. So, there we go. That's a couple of very interesting things. Yes. Um, so, I know that we said uh, that this is good, and if we can find another bottle and the finances allow, you'd like to get another one. Yeah. And frankly... I agree entirely. If we can find another one of this, I would love to get a second bottle just to have because I know it's going to be gone. And I love the flavor of this. Mm-hmm. I love the mouthfeel. The The nose is just glorious. Like, I think <laughs> on a on a night where you're eating something sweet, this would be fantastic for just the, the dry... To, to help balance that yeah. out. Yeah. But it's, it's it's more drying, less in the sense of like a dry wine no, that yeah. just has a lack of sweetness. I mean, this does still have a little bit of a lack of sweetness compared to what we've had. And again, this may be based on the other two bourbons mm-hmm. that we've had for the night. But I'm not getting anything that's overly sweet with this one. I'm not saying that there's no sweetness, but there's more fruity sweetness, not caramel, brown sugar, toffee, butter. And I think that's what it is, that the fruitiness is where the sweetness is moving in this. Um, If you can find it and the finances allow and you like apple, get a bottle. (laughs) If you find this at a bar or a... um, an event? An event or any sort of store that's maybe doing tastings of it, try it. Yeah. If you all day ever long. find yourself in Bardstown, go to the distillery and ask for a pour of it. Um, you may not get this specific thing at the distillery. They didn't have it available at the gift shop when we were there. But they will certainly have every other product that they have available yeah, right then. They'll always have the latest thing that they're just coming out with. And um we did a flight of three really expensive ones that they had and for a flight of three one ounce pours it cost us i believe it was 35 35 yeah so So, it's definitely not bad no 
And that was the the purple label, which is the, the other one that we were just talking Copper about. and King, and then the, the Pfeiffer. Pr- the pr- no, it was the Prisoner. The Prisoner, the Prisoner one, yeah. And then it wasn't the Cowgirl. The third one that we tried? Yeah. The third one we tried was uh, Discovery number two. There we go. Yeah. Man, okay. Which it's a, been a long night. $120 bottle, a $145 bottle, and, and a $350, $350 bottle. Yeah. A flight of those for $35. I Definitely mean, not bad. It's, it's better than a Pappy flight. Yep. Yeah. All right, y'all. I think we have rambled on for just long enough. And frankly, I want some pizza. Well, okay. <laughs> so... I hope that you guys enjoyed listening. I hope that you're staying safe. Keep your hands washed. Remember, social distance and stay healthy, please. Uh, please do check me out on Instagram. My username is bourbon underscore Anne underscore stuff. And thank you for listening to us. Thank you for continuing to listen to us. Share us with your friends and support our channel if you would like to. Yeah, be that financially or by donating to us, um, be it booze or otherwise. Yeah. And with that, remember... That all whiskeys, especially really delicious ones, Mm -hmm. are meant to be shared.